אני מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתים שבירנו, לכל הצדיקים האמיתים שוכני עפר קדוש משבר ותמה. או יבחר לרבנו הקדוש צדיק יסוד עולם נחנו ומקור חוכמה רבנו נחנו נפגר נא נח נחמה נחנו נאומה. לכותו תגן עלינו מכל ישראל אמן. So God willing today, like בעומר, we're going to do three things. We're going to start with the shir of Rabbeinu, the song that Rabbeinu created. These are the words of Rabbeinu, Zichron Rebacha, as Rabbi Nathan starts. Shir Naim, this is the pleasant song. Um, and obviously it's all structured with the letters Nachman. Nun, Chet, Mem, and Nun. So if you take a look at the paragraphs, anyone who's reading inside the book, you're going to see how each um, line starts with the Nun, Chet, a Mem, and a Nun. And obviously the order switched around. But um, all of this is to create this... Um, this structure around the name of the Sadiq, Rabbi Nachman. And then we're going to do the introduction Rabbanu starts his sefer with, which is the lesson that he gave on the way from, um, basically on the way to Uman, whenever he decided that it was time to go, uh, six months before he passed away. On the journey there, he told this lesson, Lechu Chazu, come and see. Um, and this is obviously all about his connection with Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, and how Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai has a lot to do with this sefer, and Rabbeinu is going to come reveal all the secrets of Rabbi Shimon. And this tzaddik who we know is tzaddik Yisod Olam, Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai. And now Rabbeinu is going to come and say that um, today Rabbeinu is here to bring us these teachings that nobody knows. And all the secrets of the Zohar that nobody can tell us. And obviously lots more that Rabbeinu had in mind that would be basically... Um, a joke for us to even start speaking about because we have no idea. And then we're going to do lesson one. So God willing, all of this is going to be in today's class. And these first two classes are going to be much longer. Just because of how much is jam-packed into the, the day. of the Into this day. Uh, into yesterday also. Just all this introductory stuff. But um, we're going to start lesson one today. And obviously the introduction of Rabbi Shimon, which is very appropriate for Lagba Omer. So we're going to see a few things. So let's start. This is the pleasant song. This encompasses many different matters, lots of things, small things that hold a lot, meaning small words that hold and contain a lot of ideas, speaking about awesome things, about the praise of our Holy Torah. And the praise of Moshe Rabbeinu, upon whom be peace. And upon great reproof, and great uh, awakening. That each and every person, should be, his soul should be awakened through this. So it speaks about the greatness of Hashem. And we're going to speak about this, um, this beautiful song which touches upon the, the pleasures of the next world. And all the enjoyment that one merits if he merits the next world, the world to come. And the song that's going to be sung in the future. And all those people basically um, who suffer with this idea that they, they lost so many things to their ta'avot, to their sins. Um, he wakes up those who are asleep. Um, awakens those who are dormant. Strengthens those who are tired. And he tells a person how much strength he has. That each and every person has the ability and the power in his hands to merit all that we're going to speak about in this song. Like we should raise our voice like a shofar in order to turn our hearts towards God to serve Hashem in unity. 
These are basically the points of this song, the path of this song, and all these sort of ideas that we're going to touch upon right now in this song. So it starts. And obviously each uh, line starts with Nun, Chet, Memenun, Nachman. So the etiquette of all the religions don't compare to our religion. Their Chokhmah is fabricated and all their, like, their ideas are all human intellect. None of it is founded upon Ruach HaKodesh and the Torah. Moshe went up and ascended upon Marom, Harsinai, Vananabusho, and the cloud was his garment. And we find that God is a necessary reality, the only one who needs to exist. None of us are. It's only because Hashem Chesed that we are able to exist. And he spoke to Hashem, he spoke to Moshe Rabbeinu all the time. Uferash Minishan, Moshe Rabbeinu separated himself from his wife. We're anguished and sorrowful creatures, basically. We're despicable. But Moshe Rabbeinu's Chokhmah was found from Ayn, from nothingness, from this high place of Keter. We took a good lesson from him. The king of Yeshurun with our, with our religion, like two brothers that never separated, meaning Moshe, Rabenu, and us are like two. We're, we're, we're always together like two brothers. His pure neshama and his pure body, they never separated. They were never um, wandering from each other. They were always together. Their souls are many just like their wisdoms and they exchange their, their logic all the time and their services come from new they come from new places and they're always uh, recent their thoughts aren't our thoughts and they're not our paths their paths are not our paths as well but our soul is one. And they don't turn to their many idols and their images. Uh, my soul, which is very bright and smart and very strong. Why didn't you take pity on it? And you forgot the expert um, that makes you grow. The giant that basically carries you. Who fed you sweet. And who dress you in royal garments. And now you're basically a, a, a trotter between the, the heels of those sheep. And between the legs of those, those fat ta'avot and those corporeal desires. You're basically naked and nude, meaning you're, you're empty of mitzvot. Your feast of wine has turned into a feast of tears. Be strong and be strengthened. And don't look like the, the, the great doppelganger. And don't be like the, the camel who is drawn by this little mouse. Don't be drawn by small things. He's tavot of this world. He won't kick it. And the reason why the camel won't kick this mouth is because of something foolish. Because he doesn't know his own strength. But my soul is strong and it's bright. Meaning we have to understand the power of our neshama. What are we going to do on the day of punishment? 
And what will you reply to the one who sent you? Meaning Hashem. Al-Tabet al-Mitzahalot Hazman. Al-Mitzahalot Hazman. Kikuf Chachalash Vedar Hazman Holech Ve'omir Ve'aguf Efshar Achshab Bayomo. Don't look upon the rejoicing of time because your body is weak and it's in poverty. Time goes and it's busy. And the body, it's possible that the body's end is right now. Make a hole in your heart of stone and show to me a little bit of your face, Hashem. Clear as the sun. Beautiful as the moon. Don't be silent and don't uh, be quiet. Raise your voice, your sweet voice, with, um, with songs of praise. And open up your mouth and, um, and your words. They're sweet words before HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Elevate your eyes to the, to the sky, to, to, above, to, the, to the lofty one. And remember your love that is sleeping. Rivers, streams, rivulets and brooks, great waters and great uh, seas. And small seas as well. Wondrous and different in color and in taste and in nature. Wild animals, beasts, big and small, each and every one of them. There's, no, there's so many types and kinds of them. All of these things that we mentioned, they all praise and they all bring, um, they all bring song to Hashem with all their limbs. They always say words. And they, um, and they don't ignore their authority. They shine their precious stones and their pearls in their depth. And hidden within them are great lights. Um, are, are, are the lights of their vessels. These neshamot which are, have been cut out and derived from the, under the kiseh this is speaking about us. They're co we're constantly yearning and longing to be attached to um, to the um, to be liot lavud to be constantly attached. Chaim um, David. Life and kindness is drawn from the chasadim of the, the kindnesses of David. Grace and spirit from the drops of Gan Eden. We didn't lose them. Settlements of the chambers. The tents of peace. And each and every one of these settlements and chambers are marked marks of splendor and signs of um, and signs of tav of hod of splendor. The works of Hashem. How great they are. The Malachim asked upon the works of Hashem. And they ran and they rushed in their, in their, in their, in their mission. Like a comet in the sky. They're completely removed and distant from all the pleasures of this world. Whose paths cross. They remain in shame and in berav and in hunger. And within Kafakela. Let's return to Hashem and let's not be lost. Let's constantly accept everything even all the bad and the good. The creation of the, the earth and its ball. 
many lands and many countries are constantly surrounding it. Human beings, each and every one, with their language and their religions. Their, their buds, their flowers, their blossoms. The falling of countries from its spirit. It remains standing. The Agargalim and the celestial spheres constantly surround it. These basically these um, these demons that are standing in the these spirits in the air. They constantly hear the decrees the of Hashem and the they rule over the primary primary categories of damage which are mentioned in the Gemara. These four avot, Shem which represent the ox, the pit, the mab'e, which is the animal or person, and the fire. Combined with the malachim and and um, and human beings, This is referring to obviously these these demons, these spirits. Basically, they're like this combination of human and and angel. They're like a mixture. And um, from the Brit Kodesh, the holy, the holy Brit Kodesh, they flee from, as we say on it by the Brit Minah, or we say in the in the Torah, he moli moli shall surely circumcise. That this idea that they can't stand the Brit Kodesh, that they can't stand the holiness of the Brit. They strike like sticks against their different images. Groups of friends, witches, they subdue them with their with their um with their holy oaths and their names with their oaths and the names that they the, the specific names that they use. But the Torah, holy Torah protects us from all these impurities. And the tzaka and the charity that we give saves us from disgusting deaths and from strange deaths. We don't have prophecy. The goyim gnashed their teeth upon the one holy nation, the Jewish people. We don't even have an understanding. The bitterness of the troubles that we endure, how they were, <coughs> they were sentenced to water. We'll endure this world until literally the poor man comes, which is a reference to the Mashiach. The son who searches in the treasury of his father will be crowned, a crown like the precious son. Shir Khadash Az Nashia will sing a new song. And our king, each and every person will show the king with their finger, with their finger of flesh, meaning each and every person will point to Hashem as Ze Hashem. This is Hashem. Um, the Torah will be sealed in the hearts of each and every person from being for, to prevent it from being forgotten. Which is going to be a reference to what we're about to study right now. Death will always be swallowed up like the ktoret, like the pleasant smell of the ktoret that Hashem um, um, brought up to the heavens. The heart, the, our heart of wisdom is a prophet that is able to understand the properties and the features of our body. 
the gaps between our fingers and the arranging of our limbs. And it's a necessary understanding which is beneficial to understand our Creator. You need to look at your body and to understand how awesome Hashem created each and every one of us. Who designs these designs, all of them. Meaning each and every design of the world is created by Hashem. He heals every sickness and the man of pains, the man who's struck with pain. The blind and the cripple. The one who's plagued and the one who's afflicted. Worried and hurting. Will solely eat for the sustaining of our soul. And to nullify and to minimize the lust of our nature. Chazak. So this song obviously very, very esoteric, very ambiguous in a sense. Um, did the best I could with the translation, but there's obviously a few mistakes, I'm sure, whatever it is. The, the main idea is a simple meaning here. We see all these things that we mentioned earlier. Haraben was strengthening the one who needs the strength, teaching us about the power of our souls, speaking about the lowly people who, if they fall from the Tavot, you don't know where they're going to go that they lose the entire world to come. These people who can merit such awesome pleasures in the world to come, whatever, so on, etc., etc. Now we go on to this introduction to Torah, which Rabbeinu gave um, on his way to Uman. On his way to Uman, um, six months before he passed away, because we know Rabbeinu was in Breslev, until he decided he got a, um, he got a letter from one of his students, um, who was already in Uman, um, that it was time to come. There's obviously very deep stories with regard to this in Chayyim Oran. It speaks about in Yemei Moharanat, how Rabbi Nathan goes on to this, uh, on about this in, in lengths and lengths. Um, this idea of why Rabbeinu came six months before his passing. We know eight years prior uh, to Rabbeinu traveling to Uman, he walked, he was spending, um, he traveled through Uman and he looked at the old cemetery of Uman and said, this is a good place to be buried. And when Rabbeinu, before he passed away, he said, many, he said, um, he emphasized that for th for hundreds of years and for for years and years and years, even the thir the the thirty years before Rabenu was there, before Rabenu passed away, there was a great um, a great um, what do you call it? Uh, massacre against the Jewish people that the Cossacks killed like thirty thousand Jews, and basically all of Uman is filled with Jewish blood. Rabenu said their neshamot are screaming to me for tikkun, and they've been waiting a long time. There's hundreds and thousands of neshamot here, tens of thousands. He said myriads of neshamot that are waiting for their tikkun. And um, they're waiting on me to give it to them. So Rabbeinu knew that he needed to be there. And obviously there's a massive Kiddush Hashem that happened. But Rabbeinu needed to elevate their souls. And there's lots of deep other reasons why Rabbeinu was in Uman. But that's not for us to get into. We're going to start this introduction. And obviously it's very intentional that it starts on Lag Baomer. Because we're going to see how Rabbi Shimon has a big part to do with this book. Now, we're going to say something at the end, which is not explicitly written in this introduction. But it's written in Chayam Oran. So we'll get to that after. Lechu Chazum. Come and see the works of God. In amazing revelation from the secret of the great Tana, the great, um, this great sage from the time of the Mishnah, the godly sage, Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai. Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai. <coughs> uh, may his memory be a blessing. And today's is Hirulah, so obviously celebrate as much as possible. Big Simcha, that uh, Rabbi Shimon makes a big promise to those who who have tremendous simcha on the day of Izirullah, that there's a tremendous bracha to be received from it. But obviously, Rabbi Shimon is not, um, he's tzaddik Yisodolam. He's a tzaddik who, upon which the world is founded. And who Rabbi Abraham Ben Rabbi Nachman says is one of the, the most unique tzaddikim in the world. Him and Rabbi Nachman are the two unique tzaddikim that have ever been brought down to the world. 
that these two have a massive connection. We know Rabbi, Rabbi Nachman said, I have accomplished, I will accomplish. This was on the 25th, sec, the 25th day of the Omer, represents Netzach Shebenetzach, which is the entire middle point of the Omer, which encompasses everything, the three Shabbatot before, the three Shabbatot after. This is Netzach Shebenetzach. 25th day halfway through the Omer which is 50 days and then we have Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai who passes away on Hod Shebehod the day of the Most Gvura um, on the 33rd day of the Omer Hod Shebehod which is like the left leg Rabbi Nachman's the right leg and these two are the, the, the idea of Netzach and Hod these two that lead the world that bring down this tremendous revelation of Hashem that will bring out the, that will bring the redemption we're going to see how Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai he promised and made a promise that the Torah would never be forgotten from Am Yisrael through his merit. When the Chachamim entered the vineyard of Yavne, which is, a, which is basically a, a name to describe this great um, place which was filled with all these Tamid Chachamim, Amru, they said, In the future, the Torah will be forgotten from Am Yisrael. But Rabbi Shimon, who was much younger than every single sage at the time, said one thing. It would not be forgotten. And his argument was, he brings the Pasuk in Dvarim. Because it will not be forgotten from the mouth of his descendants. So now we're going to understand and look at that phrase. And obviously I recommend everyone open up the book because we're going to see awesome wonders. And speak it, the words as I'm saying it, because the main thing is to chew the words, to say the words. We're going to see lots of salvation through this. With this work, which is the book of the Zohar, will be redeemed from the exile. So now Rabbeinu is going to connect this Zohar and this Gemara, which Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai says that the Torah will never be forgotten from Am Yisrael. And he brings this Pasuk. We're going to see the connection between the two. Come and see the awesome, the awesomeness and the secrets of our holy Torah. Because this is why Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai relied and put himself on this pasuk. That he promised that Am Yisrael will never forget the Torah because of this verse. That the, it will not be forgotten from the mouth of his descendants. What did that mean? Because within Rabbi Nachman's explaining a huge chidush now, that the truth is within this verse, in itself is hinted and is has this massive secret that this meaning that this secret is hidden within this pasuk. How Am Israel will never forget the Torah and how um, Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai through his merit that will never forget the Torah through the book of the Zohar, as it says. So. We're going to see that through the descendants of Yochai, who is obviously Rabbi Shimon's father, who, which we're talking about as Rabbi Shimon by Yochai, so through the descendants of Yochai, who is Rabbi Shimon, will never forget the Torah from Israel. It's in his merit. It's in Rabbi Shimon's merit. Because the last letters of this phrase, you have the Yud of Ki, you have the Aleph of Lo, you have the Chet of Tishachach, you have the Yud of Mipi, and you have the Vav of Zaro. What do you have? Kilo Tishachach Mipi Zaro, Hem Otiot Yochai. Take the last letters, you spell out Yochai. This is a massive Chidush. This is what's hinted and revealed inside this verse. Kilo Tishachach Mipi Zaro, that I will not be forgotten from the mouth of his descendants. 
whose descendants may be Zavot that I come from his descendants specifically. Hanu mi pi Zavot shel ze be'atzmo shemur ramad v'nistar b'zeh pasuk shehu atana yochai. It's a reference to the mouth of his descendants that it's in the merit of his descendants that um, that will not be the Torah will not be forgotten. The descendant of the person himself who's hinted and hidden within the name of this pasuk, within the this pasuk, and what did we say? This pasuk spells out the last letter spells out Yochai. So it's speaking and referencing Yochai's descendants. That through the descendants of Yochai, who's hinted in this pasuk, that we mentioned is in the last letters of this verse. Shehu Rashbi. And who is the descendant of Yochai? It's Rabbi Shimon. That through the merit of Rabbi Shimon, the Torah will never be forgotten. Because it's in the merit of the Zohar, the work of Rabbi Shimon, that we're going to be redeemed from the exile. As Rabbi Shimon says, that it's in my merit that everyone will be redeemed. Veda, and know, that the secret of Rabbi Shimon himself is hinted within another pasuk. Because we just explained Yochai, but where do we get Rabbi Shimon? Rabbeinu is going to explain now. Hida, because no. Because the holy Tana, the holy Mishnahic um, sage, Rabbi Shimon, he's the aspect of what it says in Daniel. A holy angel who descended from heaven. If you take the first letters of that phrase, Ir, Vekadish, Ir, you have Ayn. Vekadish, you have Vav, Min, you have Mem, Shemaya, Shin. And Nachit Nun, you have Rashet Tevot Shimon. You have the first letters which spell out Shimon. Vechule, etc. Now, the Vechule, there's something there that's hidden that isn't mentioned in Likute Moran. But if you look at Chaye Moran, Rabbeinu actually explains there that at the end, um, Rabbeinu explained after this lesson, whenever he was on the way to, to Uman, and he started explaining this massive secret, Rabbi Nathan told Rabbeinu, he said, it's true that Rabbi Shimon must have a lot of Hana'amize from this Chidush. He must have, I'm going to read it from you. Aniti ve'amartilo, meaning me, Rabbi Nathan, told Rabbeinu, Rabbi Shimon must have a lot of Hana'amize. Rabbi Shimon must have a lot of benefit and a lot of joy from this Chidush, this novelty that you're explaining, Rabbeinu, no? And Rabbeinu responded, yes, it's true. Rabbeinu then responded to Rabbi Nathan and said, Rabbi Shimon himself is an entirely different idea from because is referring to Yochai's descendants, right? Rabbi Shimon, we said, is as is brought in this thing that we just, in this introduction that we just mentioned, in this lesson. But Rabbeinu then explains, but now, but now there is a flowing brook, a wellspring of wisdom. And take the first letters of that phrase. Nachal, Novea, Meko, Chochma. You have Nun, Nun, Mem. You have Nun of Nachal, Novea, Nun again. You have Mem, Meko, and Chochma. You have Chet. You mix all around, you get Nachman. So Rabban was saying, now, without Rabbi, now that I'm here, Rabbi Shimon even receives from me. So now Rabban and Rabbi Shimon have come together basically in this Chibur. And this work of Likute Moran, which we explained in the introduction, has encompassed within it all the works of the Zohar, the Tikkune Zohar, the writings of the Arizal, that this book now is bringing what Rabbi Shimon did not finish, and he's going to, and he's going to bring everything down. Um, as Rabban said when he printed this book, this is the beginning of the redemption. So now, and then Rabbi Nathan adds on Chaya Moran, we also heard 
that Rabenu said upon himself, that he is the flow, that he is the river which purifies from all stains, from all the stains of sins that a person has. Rabenu purifies a person. <laughs>